2: Welcome to Behind the Influence, a production of iHeartRadio and TDC Media.
3: The greatest thing I had heard recently was, like, things you're curious about. Instead of, like, what are you passionate about? It's passionate, sort of fleeting. It's like, I'm passionate about this, and then tomorrow I'm like, man, nah, I'm so passionate about it. But, like, what are you curious about? Like, you know what I'd like to see? Like, maybe it'd be kind of cool if, wouldn't it be neat? I wonder if, like, all those thoughts mm-hmm. will lead you to your destiny came in to meet him and he was like, oh my gosh, Michael Carbonaro, I love your show. And I was like, whoa, I have like a name in Hollywood? He knows me? I find that the best, most genuine stuff really is the stuff that just kind of rings in your heart that you're like, I'd like to do this or maybe I would like to do this. I think this might be neat. You've got to follow that.
2: He's a magician, he's a comedian, he's an all around entertainer, people. Michael Carbonaro's in the house. Welcome. Oh, well, No, you welcome. Well, you- so what came first for you? Magic or comedy?
3: Magic, but first first was special effects. You know, like I was really into special effects and makeup as a kid, like maybe 13 years old. Yeah. I mean, I was doing I did magic earlier than that. Like when I was like eight, of I course. played with tricks and stuff. But when I was like, I wanna when I grow up, I wanna be a special effects makeup artist for the movies. I was sure of it. And I just loved horror. I loved makeup and Halloween and special effects, and that was it. Tom Savini, who's a makeup artist who did like Friday the 13th and creep show. He had a book on on special effects makeup that was that was literally like my very first. I call it my first magic book because it's the same. There's like so many special effects tricks that are tricks, you know, movie tricks, and especially right. older movies where it's all practical effects where it wasn't computer generated. So you had to like pull off these tricks and gags, and uh, he would he would speak like a magician and the effect. And I learned magic and special effects were sort of like the same thing. So I I was sure I was going to do it. Was buying. Special effects supplies at a local magic shop. I also was watching Copperfields. It was kind of layering. And I started, like, buying some tricks and watching the magicians there. And I found my love of performing through magic. Got it. So, like, special effects is sort of... Even though magic is sort of dorky, you're alone, learning things yourself a lot, practicing in front of the mirror and, and stuff. But special effects is very, you know, isolated. It's a solid... Oh, you know, yeah. You're in the basement playing with clay, and it's just... It's so specific. Meditative. Yeah. No, but, but with magic... You're out there performing for somebody, and you get a reaction, and it starts to turn into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, and that's where I discovered, wow, I really like entertaining. So it really went from like, spe- like the grand scheme, it went from like special effects to magic, which brought me to performing. Went to NYU thinking I was going to be the next David Cobb. By the way,
2: you, NYU is incredible, Tish. Yeah. I mean, like, bless you. Y- no, bless you. <laughs> bless you. Bless you. No, bless you. Okay, so I rudely interrupted you.
3: So then you NYU. NYU. I went to NYU just with the thoughts of becoming the next David Copperfield. And I found my love of acting and even serious acting. It was like, oh, I want to be like Johnny Depp. Yeah. I want to do like those I really cool I saw your acting reel, role, by the way.
2: Thanks. Excellent.
3: Thank you. <laughs> and so then I was like, okay, no special effects, no magic. I want to be an actor. And then I was like, com- and, and I started doing stand-up, too. So I was like, so I want to be comedy. I like doing comedy acting, but also serious acting. I want to do both, like a Johnny Tep kind of guy. Like, I was like, this is, or Tom Hanks. Just like Tom Hanks. You know, Hanks. yeah, Tom Hanks, because he's like, he's good. his early stuff's super funny and goofy yeah. and nutty, but then he gets into the serious stuff later. I'm like, and Robin Williams, a lot of the comedians are like, yeah. you know. Yeah. So uh, that was the plan. And and then I started to, kind. Con- I've always had like a love-hate relationship with magic. where
2: Why? Because of the stigma? Yeah. Be- was that it? That's why. Yeah,
3: there was sort of like you know you can't go you go to like a. I don't think people really understood like he's a magician, but he's also an actor, or he's an actor and a magician. That just seems like oh.
2: Because when you think magician, you think like nerd yep. in the you know basement yep. uncle
3: goofball right making a coin disappear. Like, let me spear. show you a trick. Yeah. Well, no, but <laughs> I was I was a clown once. Oh. So I was performing for like birthday parties
2: at what age?
3: 13.
2: That is so funny. When I was 8, yeah. I made my parents pay me to perform at my sister's 5th birthday
3: party. What did you do?
2: I yelled at everyone the whole oh. time. I was so mean. I dressed up. Wow. <laughs> I dressed up like a clown and I like did this lollipop trick where they had to guess which one had red marker on the bottom and when the kid guessed the wrong one, which I don't know how that's magic by the way, I yelled at the kid for oh. and made them cry.
3: Good. I know the. Feeling. I was moody. I got a lot of birthday parties. I was so moody. I stepped on a kid's fingers once on purpose. They were so mean. I was doing a bar <laughs> wait, 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 you so wait! You,
2: wait, wait, hold on. I, yeah, thought... I made it
3: look like an accident, <laughs> Your, Honor. Your Honor. I did. I did. Guilty. They were so mean. They were just oh my God. brutal.
2: You just reminded me of Ryan Reynolds for like two seconds when See? you said, bru- "I saw Deadpool." Oh yeah. But you, when you did it again, I did. Now you're oh, doing it yeah. on purpose. I wasn't doing it
3: on purpose.
2: <laughs> but it was like a Deadpool moment. Oh. You kind of resemble him a little I bit. I get
3: that. So let me get this straight. Ryan Reynolds looks down Stop. too?
2: Stop. You just made another face like him. I'm leaving.
3: All right. Well, Are you hey, doing look, it on purpose? I'm not. You're a sister. good actor. That's Thank the bottom you. line. That hashtag is the top tish. line. Hashtag Tish. Yeah. <laughs> I
2: like that. <laughs> hashtag Tish.
3: <laughs> well, I'm going to use that in the show. You like sh- if I have a moment where I like. And ooh, I'm I getting get executive like, producer
2: tish. credit when you do that. Okay. Just for the hashtag though. The rest of the show you can have. Yeah. Cool. Well, who else do you
3: got uh dave Chappelle. oh yeah That's speaking of, of dave Chappelle, it's, it's someone on the tv show one time <laughs> was sure they knew who i was because i'm doing a hidden camera show and she was like talking to me and she's like i know you i know you you have a show you're you're dave and i'm like no she's like i know this show i'm like dave she's like Chappelle. so she's on no I was, way she didn't think i was dave Chappelle. she just confused the name
2: uh you look like somebody i know who's that his name is Dave. I was
3: gonna say hi hey, Dave. Oh, hi. <laughs> no, my name's Stuart. I am. Oh my god. Huh? Oh, nice to meet you. Oh my god. Who am I? Who is Dave? Oh my. You are I can't believe this. What? I can't believe this. What can't you believe? Am I somebody I you know? I meet you all the time. You do. Oh, my name's not Dave. It's David. Is it something? Something. Here. I'm gonna show you something that, and you'll know what show it is. I know
2: what show it is. It's the magic show. What's it called? Oh my god. Is it Dave?
4: It's
3: Dave. The Dave, Dave
4: Chappelle.
3: Chappelle. Show. Show. Magic show. The Dave Chappelle Magic Show. That's me. Oh my god. That is me
2: in my hometown right here this in your hometown so cool right
3: how many people can say i have had the dave chappelle magic show in my local library
2: okay,
3: I'm, I'm having a hot flash
2: so <laughs> speaking of dave sir dave chappelle yeah. how's he doing your buddy
3: he's my buddy yeah i didn't even know i haven't heard from him in years i was on you ha- show.
2: hello yeah. that's I, a big that's a big deal it was a big deal was that, was that really would hard. you call that one of your big breaks
3: uh no I don't think so. I mean, when you like
2: look back on your career, what was the moment you were like, "I can actually do this and make a lot of money and be really successful"? You had to have like a moment.
3: The moment where I felt like I was like, "Oh my god, I think I made it." Was when Peter Weller, who was directing an episode of Rush Hour, which is his TV show, and I'm like, "Oh my god, Robocop is directing this episode," and and I'm gonna be. I had a part on the show. I got cast, and I I came in to meet him, and he was like, "Oh my gosh, Michael Carbonaro, I love your show," and I was like my show. That's really cool. I was like, whoa, I have like a name in Hollywood. Like, He knows me? That was it. And I had already but had the show so for cool. years, but it, w- but it was just that, because it was the two worlds kind of coming together, I was like kind of in this little, you know, bucket of doing the TV show, and right. then there was also my like Hollywood, you know, acting roles that were like on hold in a different bucket, so when I came back to that, and he knew that, I, and I kind of realized that crossover, it was really astounding. He said my last name, yeah. Came out of his mouth. It wasn't like, oh, who are you? Oh, yes, right, I've heard of you. It was like, Michael Carbonaro, so I love cool. your show. I was like,
4: whoa.
2: That's a moment That for was sure. it. Yeah. That's a moment for sure. So piggybacking off of what you just said, like you have different worlds, right? Like, yeah. you, you know. Now I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Okay, well, I can't do it. So I'm going to stop trying. <laughs>
4: Visit Symbiotica.com and use code iHeart for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's fifteen percent off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. c Y M B I O T I K A dot com.
2: Let's keep going down your journey, right? So you had that big moment. You finally realized this is really real. Yeah. Right? Then what?
3: Yeah. And I, and I still I still don't know if I quite Really, but people
2: recognize you everywhere, I'm sure. So, you go from one day having this great show,
4: yeah.
3: Because,
2: I mean, at the end of the day, there's a lot of people with great shows, but unfortunately, it's really hard to make it on television. But you have, right? Yeah, so do you
3: know, like, when you're saying that, I'm even like, really? (laughs) I swear, I'm just but going out on tour and seeing the people at the meet and greet when they fan out and they're talking about how much they love the show and they watch it with their families and they've been watching it for so long and they're like naming things that I've said, and I'm like, whoa, I like start to really feel that. Yeah. what is sort of like a kind of a cultural impact. And I'm like, For whoa. Sure. You know, when the when I see the little kids who send me stuff, I'm like my kid got into magic as you. I'm like, what? So like, that was me with Copperfield. So I was, yeah. it, it really.
2: But that that's something that I really love about you too is that you've kind of made, ma- I was contemplating not even saying this because I didn't want you to think that I think magic's not cool, but you right. kind of made it cool again. Is, do you take
3: offense to that? No, like, I think that's cool. Yeah. I think mean, it's great. Yeah. I yeah. think that, yeah, and it needs it. You've made I mean, it
2: fun and cool and edgy. Magic
3: has a, a stigma, for sure. And the thing about magic is, is it is a little, it is dorky, you know. And there are a lot of bad magicians, much the same as there are, you know, bad everything, bad singers, bad you know artists, bad actors. But with magicians, a lot of people kind of get their first. Their first impression, like, you don't see a magician all the time. So, like, maybe someday you saw a magician perform and they were terrible, and then that's your view of magicians forever because that's just, like, how the terrible, prejudiced human brain works. <laughs> but, like, you know, there have been some magicians along the way that really have brought, you know, a level of artistry. and. But
2: there's so many, so few. There are so f- few you magicians. Like, can you name? I, I mean, you can name, but I can name maybe two.
3: Who can you name as magician? Chris Angel. Okay.
2: And what's the other guy that just um david copperfield there you go that's it okay right
3: as and what do you when you think of them you think of them as what
2: as vegas performers
3: vegas performers like yeah. literally
2: that's what right. i think unfilled but that's you, what
3: like com, like m- magical commercial faces like when you think of like famous famous modern magicians. michael carbonaro oh right <laughs> thank you
2: that's the only one yeah <laughs> no but seriously like you i think you're really doing something very different And you've created your own lane for yourself. Like, I don't, I can't compare you to any other comedian or any other magician. Was there a moment in your career? Because obviously right now you're really, really successful. But there had to be a day that you were like, I don't think this is for me. I want to quit. Because it's a brutal industry. Like, it's not easy, especially when you're creating your own brand or lane. Oh, man. Nobody knows what to think of you or what bucket to put you in.
3: Right. Every other day. Really? Yeah. That's an honest answer. Yeah. I, I. I could never get away from it because I love performing. And when I'm on stage and I'm like having that vibe with the crowd and shooting energy out and it's shooting back and then it turns into that perfect kind of show where we're on a ride together, I go like complete zen and I'm like, this, I never want to do anything else in my entire life. So, you know, I fantasize about like hiding out in Vermont and like painting contact lenses because you know they still paint contact lenses for the movies like those horror contact lenses are still hand painted and i'm like obsessed with contact lenses and like how they paint them for the movies um and i'm like i'm gonna hide in vermont and leave the business and just paint contact lenses
2: why do you want that because it's too chaotic or because it's overwhelming or there's a shitty day well what's the reason behind wanting to hide away
3: yeah all of those things have come into play with wanting to hide away and and Maybe even the the momentum has got... You no, know, I came into doing the show and having this fame way after I had already accepted that it wasn't going to happen, really. Yeah. Like, I really finally was like, I moved out to L.A., wanted to be an actor, came out to L.A. from New York to just kind of drop magic and really focus on acting, but then I got into the castle and... You know, then I was on the Tonight Show, and then magic became big. And and, and it, then I was
2: on the Tonight Show. He says no, so really. casually. No, I know, that's but that's a big what, deal. That was a big launch for me doing yeah. magic.
3: Was being on the Tonight Show, and and magic sort of just started working in a way that was great. And but before that, I had come out to LA. I was getting guest stars on different TV shows, and I was married. I wasn't married yet, but I was with my husband, my now husband. But we had been together for almost seven years, and. I was like, I kind of had that mental moment where I was like, you know, we're just living in an apartment. He's an actor. I'm an actor. I'm like, I like this life. Like, if I don't ever get anywhere else other than this, this is awesome.
2: So you were willing to be like, I don't care if it doesn't work out. I love my life. That's a good place to be. It was a great place to be. they say that's when when you kind of surrender. I know. That's when it all happens.
3: Yeah. And I think I was able to make a lot of decisions because there was like- you know, the popularity of me being on The Tonight Show and what I was doing was, like, I got a lot of offers in a lot of different directions of, like, to have my own show. Uh, that's a big deal. Yeah, it was huge. But I was able to say no to, to a lot of things that I definitely had to say no to. That Like, it, it, five years earlier, I would have been like, sure, great, let's of do course. it right now. Let's do it no matter yeah. what. But I'm like, no, I don't think I'm going to have control enough on that or I don't think that's going to happen right. Let me just – and nothing else on the table. I'd be like, no, but that's not it.
2: That's such a good place it to be. It was a great
3: place to be. Yeah. Because I
2: feel like they know when you're desperate. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. You can feel it and smell it.
2: And taste it. And touch it. And feel it. <laughs> so, Diet die Coke. <laughs> so refreshing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, where do we go from here? Oh, okay. So I want to know how you got your show. Tell me about the moment you got that phone call. Because that had to be surreal.
3: I know, I know. I'm, uh, it's like, there. I think you're assuming that it was like, oh my God, I got a show kind of a moment. It was what? a lot different than that. It was very like, I had already, all right, so when I am uh, when I was on The Tonight Show, I was doing these segments of hidden camera magic, and each one of them was about, you know, four minutes long, and putting them together was brutal. It was really hard to come up with that kind of material that was going to work and fly and be able to tape and put it on the show, and every time I had to do a new segment, it was like, oh, f- freaky-de-doodle. <laughs> Holy Diet Coke, how am I gonna? Okay,
2: stop it, Reynolds. No, I'll, really? Again. Damn.
3: It was really hard to make those segments. So, when it came to be uh, that it was gonna be a TV show of this yeah. ilk, I was immediately like, how am I possibly gonna make like a number of episodes of this kind of material? This yeah. is gonna be really hard. Yeah. And so, when we were gonna do the pilot of the show, it was kinda like, you know, the pilot was happening and I was excited, but I was also like, how am I gonna? Pull it, how am I going to get and, and and shooting the pilot? How am I going to make enough material to to do this pilot? And is it going to work? Is it going to work as a TV show? And shooting the Did pilot. you do a
2: full on pilot, full like on a pilot. full episode? Yeah.
3: It all it all kind of like came. It all overlapped. Like it was like oh you know True TV was like let's have you do a pilot and see what happens. But before we even aired the pilot, they triggered thirteen more episodes. And so then, flattering. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But uh, but like a hundred
2: sh- meetings later, probably right. No. 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 So you've got it kid
3: <laughs> thanks man <ma'am. laughs> <laughs> thanks miss uh i uh i the shooting the pilot was a brutal awful horrible probably the worst week of my life i had a horrible time in georgia shooting it was just tumultuous so much pressure, a lot of pressure. Ch- just everyone's wondering if it's gonna work including me probably more than anyone else and i i hated it and i was like calling peter my husband like every day and i'm like this is terrible i don't ever want to do this this is just not what
2: Was so was it just the pressure or did you not like were you in it? Did you have creative control in any way?
3: Oh, tons. Okay. Yeah, good. they were really great with that. Good. I mean, it was they really saw what I was doing and were like, Do you "Keep doing that," you know, like so. But that, but it, but and it looked. It's like a long road to simple with anything, right? Like with anything, it's a really long, hard road to make a very simple thing. And when it's done, it just looks clean and easy and simple. And especially because I'm doing tricks that look really simple. Someone comes in with a, their cell phone, and I shake it, and like you know, a bug flies out of their cell phone. And they're like, "Oh, bug, cell phone, easy. He could do it. He's a magician." And you're like, "That took forever to figure that out and come up with it, and then yeah. figure out how to, you know, like it's tricks I've never done before." So each moment was it was tough it wasn't like just writing lines memorizing them in comedy like the right. manipulation that went along with it the concepts and now it's you're
2: in a way you're acting like totally. you're totally acting not even in a way but then there's comedic timing too it's not just like you were doing everything and every, in your everything, show, has, you're doing everything
3: has to come in with like the complete reality for that person that this is actually happening by the whatever way the encounter how is. do
2: some of these people believe this stuff like there, there was a one that a fish came out of a fish stick or something, and I was like, oh, yeah. how does she actually believe that? And she was like, inspecting is any of this, We I won't tell anyone. No, is never. Any it's it never stay- been
3: faked, ever. Wow. Always, 100%, a real unsuspecting person being fooled by and all bets are off with how I fool them, but they're being fooled. Like, right, I right. will fool them however I need to. Okay. But that is a real unsuspecting person. And you can tell. That's great. Good. Whoa. Wow, hey. I that guess it's still, still cooking.
1: alive.
3: <laughs> no, I think it, it's moving around. We don't want to be serving them. Okay. Understood. Yeah.
1: Understood. Uh, yeah.
3: All right. So they said it's a real fresh. Yeah. So it's a oil. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Shut the f- up, man. Come on. Are you f- kidding me? Come on. No. Is that the thing? Is freaking alive? I think that's a catfish. It's it's like weaving them into it. It's like right. it, you can't. And we, that's sort of the trick is how do you do the tiny little thing, you know, that gets them like, oh, that's weird. And if right. that can happen, then the bigger thing happens. Oh, my God. Now that happened. Right. Like if the fish stick wiggles a little on the plate, you're like, what? Did you see that move? Like that—that oh, that is so weird. Why that move? And then you like break it and a fish comes out. And I'm shocked. I would It's be right shocked there in too. front of you. you I know? take it's back like,
2: everything I said. Why wouldn't that yeah, yeah. be happening? Initially, you'd be like, what, what the hell? Has there ever been a situation where it's backfired? Where somebody got pissed or like?
3: We've. I some of the the pranks uh, and I hate the word prank. Prank sounds mean, you know, like some of prank the does sound some like of the uh, illusions yeah, the artistic illusion setups. <laughs> some of the tricks, some of them will like uh if we bring someone in who's like uh, some of them I like will hire people out from like a temp agency, mm-hmm. we'll call it and be like, "Oh, can you have someone come in and be a receptionist for me?" and they'll come in as a receptionist and then this thing just has to happen, you know, starts to happen and then I reveal, like, oh, you know, I, this was a show, and usually it's great, but at, sometimes if you get that, like, like somewhere over 40-year-old person who's, like, working at a temp agency that doesn't want to be working at a temp agency, and now they're, like, putting in a situation where they're on a TV show, they're like, yeah. I didn't want to be on a TV show, and you're like, got it, no problem. So then they don't sign, and we don't show them. Oh, so them, it's but.
2: just been talent, basically, not no- nobody who you've, ch- I don't want to say tricked.
3: Well, there was a scam when... Um, it was too scary like a lot of them get really scary and and i what
2: was the scary one
3: it was called raven man what did
2: you do it was
3: at an air airport baggage claim late night
2: okay right
3: right yeah and the guy was coming in and the the premise was that like you know these bags haven't been claimed in over three months and if they don't get claimed in over three months we have to put them into a warehouse and tag them and then if they come in after a year you know they can still claim it So we're just going through, and we opened up this weird box that looks like it it really kind of didn't blow Was it it a coffin? (laughs) Kind of. It was sort of like that Transylvanian, like, Dracula's uh, coffin moment. It was like a wooden crate. And we heard, like, from inside. And I opened it up, and there was a raven in there, like, in a cage. And we're like, what the heck? No one picked this up? What's I don't know about the animal. Yeah. Like, I got to call the boss. This is crazy. There must be, you're not even supposed to ship animals or transport them this way. So then I left the room. And, well, the first step happened where we think like the it, it's a do not feed on the ravens cage, and while we were like oh, filling out paperwork, and then we turned back after hearing some scratching. It like scratched out the word not, so it was like do feed. I'm, like, did he scratch that out? Is he trying to tell us to feed him? Like, what's going on? Is he a smart raven? I know they're smart, but did they is he know a
2: smart? Ra- right? <laughs> did he go to Ivy League school? Yes. Is he a Tish raven? Is he hashtag Tish?
3: So, um, he's fictish us.
2: <laughs> hey.
3: So then I leave as that i do
2: that was the ugliest laugh i'm sorry it's
3: I'll all right it <laughs> uh, i leave and the box starts to shake and the front door flings open and the raven has vanished and in its place is a naked man right <gasps> with like big black weird eyes
2: wait was he actually naked th- yes with so it was feathers
3: along his body well, oh, okay. kind of like featheress junk <laughs> oh, I
2: love you
3: know this. And he, he, but, and, and kind of like he looked scared to be there and like came out of the, and we've cast this amazing little dude and he was just like perfect and he came out of the thing and, and ran off and the people were freaked out. It just I would looked be like, so, scared. so it was like a shape shifting like clearly this raven had turned into this man. It was a raven man. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> what else would you believe? Yeah. Hey, what the Dude, the phone's no. not working downstairs in the thing. Some dude just ran out of here. What? Oh, dude, I'm telling you, a guy just ran out of there, freaked out, half naked, wearing a, like, loin cloth, and ran this way. Okay. Dude, I'm telling you, dude sitting in the kennel like this. A dude. A person looking very scared, naked, with, like, what looks like bird feathers on his junk, and just runs away. But one dude like picked up, and the dude we showed on TV, like picked up one of the stanchions and was gonna like hit the guy. Get
1: the f- back! I swear to God.
3: Hey, hey, he broke out. It's a person. There's a naked man out there. It was violent. Stop. Well, he was scared What for do you life. do?
2: Wait, because there's got to be moments like that. What do you yeah. do? Does security pop in? Well,
3: we're like, don't run toward the guy. Like, when you pop out of the box, run the other way. Don't run toward him. If you run toward him, he's, you know, you're, he's about to be killed by the Raven Man. What <laughs> do you do? You pick up a stanchion and clobber the Raven Man. That's oh, what I've always learned. And of course. Hit him in the nose and the Raven Man will run away. We've all, <laughs> Tickle him. We've all been through that course. Oh, um, Tickle the Raven Man? Yeah. All right. That's what I do. That sounds like a novel. (laughs) Tickle Tickle the Raven Man. Uh, Let's write it. So the other guy who had come to work that night with, like, dress shoes was working with me. And when the Raven Man popped out, he shrieked, like in a big dude. It was funny as hell. Shrieked, but ran. Just bolted out into the... Was it his first day? was, 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Running in the parking lot across the pavement. In the in the darkness at two in the morning and like I'm like he's gonna slip with his shoes you know and fall and hurt himself I'm like this is dangerous and I pulled the plug I'm like we we did it three times and I'm like it's getting progressively worse closer to we're die. very lucky something didn't happen <laughs> yeah. and I'm like Let, we have to stop and then you know the producers were like come on you know They're and like, I'm come like on. I just died yet. yeah other <laughs> ones you know I don't mind freaking someone out but that one was just getting that too sounds- physically violent yeah, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. so that I pulled sounds- the plug
2: okay so what's your favorite your favorite episode or not episode favorite segment within an episode.
3: Fa- I, the, I think my favorite one, one of well, the, when the dude turned to stone at a church was amazing. Oh no. And we religious found like this relic in a oh church no. and the guy, like everything I was touching with the relic turned to stone, like the rag I was cleaning with it turned to stone. And then this guy was holding it and he was literally standing right next to this girl. And there's no way. I mean, it could have happened. She just turned her head for a second. When she turned back, he was just right there, just stone. She screamed. That was a scary one too. That was just amazing. I love the feeling of the story. Like, and someone, be, you know, you're you're in a church and it's oh, freaky and you find a chalice and then it turns. And you, you just know,
2: find a chalice. You believe it. You know how it happens. <laughs> Another one was
3: way. we. Uh, I grew. Uh, a human head plant. It was like a plant pot It was like a pod that like grew and it was a human head that bloomed in this pod. All the ones
2: you're saying I have not seen and I'm really uh, upset about we'll it. We'll send
3: them to you. Oh, great. Because yeah. I'm a,
2: I'm your best friend now. Yeah,
3: there was another one with a time capsule that we dug up a time capsule and inside of it was like all of this information that the person who dug it up with me ended up believing that they wrote as a child. No. Yes. It
2: they was, believed it? They
3: believed that it was from their classroom. Like, was digging up the time capsule and They're I like oh my well, drawing
2: start, of little Timmy
3: exactly exactly we started digging it up and I was like oh my god I remember doing one of these time capsules in school back when I was you know back when I was in elementary school I'm like did you ever do one of those like no I don't think I don't remember and I'm like what school did you go to and he's like North, Northfield Elementary I'm like oh okay and uh, you know we were there digging and we're like the whole you know and I just like casually started asking him questions like what. You know, they're getting they're 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 actually taking surveys. This is hard to explain, but like, they're. I was like, i well, to we'll watch the show, guys." Well, no, he's got the pod in his hand already, the glass time capsule he just dug up, and I'm yeah. asking him questions. I was like, you know, the reason why we're here in the park today, and we're clear, es- excavating, excavating. It's
2: a hard word. It's okay.
3: Yeah, we had to. Yeah, um, I was because they're going to put a, a new monument here in in the park in Ge- in Chicago, okay. and I was like, and they're actually taking. Like, you know, requests about who what figures would be kind of cool in the park, you know, like what would be cool? And this guy was like, you know, they should put like a jet or something like an airplane because they always have the air show in Chicago. It would be really cool to have a big jet. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So he's in the middle, of like opening up this sealed pod while we're having this conversation. And lo and behold, he pulls out these papers like that look like they're from an elementary school class. And there it is, Northfield Elementary. That was his school with his name on How, this page. How'd you do that? And then, and then it shows. I want to know the then tricks. it's like the next picture is a crayon drawing of the two of us digging up this time capsule. And then the next page <laughs> is the two of us in front of a big jet monument in that park. And it was like, that's what you just said should be in this park was a jet. Like, did you predict this as a kid? And he's like, oh my god, and, and he.
2: Well, human psychology is crazy. Like, yeah. you can believe anything that people tell you.
3: I know. It's like, literally, terrifying.
2: It's terrifying. Yeah. That's crazy. So when you told him at the end, what did he say? Was you know,
3: that one was the one, you know, and there's always a little deflation. Okay. When I tell them, because a lot of the times they're... I'm orchestrating an amazing moment of like magical coincidence or like, like this incredible thing. Awesome. And, and they're like, my is awesome. And then are like, yeah. So there was a this... l- real drop down when I, he didn't oh. yeah, want to believe. I, was, I wish I couldn't, you know, could have just not told him ever and be like, Bye. Have a good but day. You got to get them to sign the paper.
2: Okay, so your show's doing really really well. Yes. For people who have not checked it out, where can they find the show and then we're going to talk about your tour just for a little bit.
3: Okay. Okay. Um the, it's on True TV. Yep. It is called The Carbonaro Effect. And it's on
2: True TV a lot by the way. So Yes. So. It is. I hope you're making that coin.
3: Oh man. Nope. But um <laughs> <laughs> I really just do it for the love of, you know. Of course, I mean, it, oh, I thought, money. Oh. <laughs> uh, but you can get it on iTunes, Amazon get, has Amazon? it, right?
2: Where can you make the most money? Let's tell them to go. Me? Yeah.
3: Oh, I sell it on the corner of Fountain and Vine. <laughs> <laughs> Bootleg copies.
2: Love it. OK, so next year, I'm all about putting things out into the universe. I think next that, year you are. No, it's already 2020. I know. And you're already on tour, and you have 100 shows, so I don't want to overwork you. Okay. I think next year, I'm putting it out there, you're going to have a Diet Coke tour oh, that's yeah. going to pay you $1 billion. Wow. <laughs>
3: Thank you for putting it out shoot there. Shoot
2: big. <laughs> is that what they say? Yeah. Aim big? Shoot. Whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yep. Sh- aim big, um, shoot big. Okay. We're <laughs> because, aim- oh.
1: Get that big
3: Yep.
2: <laughs> Victoria keeps trying so let's just laugh at one of her things Okay. <laughs> oh. uh,
3: Delicious. Yeah. so
2: I want to stay on track we promise you'd be out of here by three give a piece of advice to little you or somebody who is trying to follow in your footsteps it's a hard industry you have broken so many barriers you've created your own lane there's hard days there's days people want to quit what do you say to that person today to have them keep going And be in your position one day
3: yeah stick to what you love and your gut on what it is that moves you and that you're curious about because it starts to get like a lot of people telling you what's working and a lot of opinions coming into play and i find that the best most genuine stuff really is the stuff that just kind of rings in your heart that you're like i would like to do this or maybe i would like to do this i think this might be neat you've got to follow that like follow all those leads toward it and then the people will be like oh yeah that's that's what i meant about that thing like but you can kind of get stuck getting guided from these outside voices yes in, and you're kind of and lose getting in tune with what that is that you want to be doing in there. but the greatest thing i had heard recently was like things you're curious about instead of like oh. what are you passionate about it's passionate sort of fleeting it's like mm-hmm. i'm passionate about this and then tomorrow I'm like no nah, i'm so not passionate about it but like what are you curious about like mm-hmm. you know what i'd like to see like maybe it'd be kind of cool if wouldn't it be neat i wonder if like all those thoughts mm-hmm. will lead you to your destiny i have
2: i have one more question then we're going to play an icebreaker really quick oh, but man. you can win an oscar for special effects okay you can win an emmy for your show hmm or can you get Emmys for? We tours? haven't been
3: nominated for an Emmy, and you know, I'm I think they think it's to... fake, but it's not fake. You if they be knew what there's we there's no were other doing. show like
2: your show. Oh. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm.
3: We had a People's Choice nomination once. Critics' Choice.
2: Critics choice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was just important to be nominated by something. No, with that's a
2: amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, so you can have. And then, what? What do people on tour win? Or like, if you took it to Broadway at Tony? Oh. Oh. That could be fun. Yeah. A Broadway. Yeah, I'm I'm
3: coming up with it right now, Shut bubbling up. it up. The, the Michael Carbonaro <laughs> explains the universe. That's oh just how the universe works: secret time portals, wait, and are you really doing this? Yeah,
2: I'm. So, I love like this. a big
3: old Doug Henning kind of. No, I love this show. For you. I where love like this so much. Kids float and get compressed into are little discs. No, these are my dreams.
2: Oh my god, I'm so
3: happy you're doing this. Yeah, and I'm gonna wear a rainbow leotard. <gasps> no, maybe you know maybe the new wave know, rainbow so leotard excited, then he just... something like that though okay
2: so what are you what are you going to take a tony uh-huh for your show uh-huh an emmy for your show oh my for god you show, have so right? many shows and then spe- oscar for special effects that's really hard because hard. they're all really special.
3: I would go for the Tony because... I would go for the Tony You know, too. like if there's anything I know I am, if it's like special effects, artist, magician, like actor, hard, comedian, what is it? Right? It is entertainer. The tour show is so much fun. It's great. You come see me do the stuff that I do on the TV show, really happening live. I think the even the f- biggest fans of the show who watch the TV show are like, but can he really do things like that if I was really there? And boom, I do.
2: So I know that you... Call people up on stage during your show. How do you pick who you're who you're gonna pick?
3: Uh, how do you pick who I you're gonna bringing people up? Pick. Yeah, it be my because it's like the TV show. It's got that improvisational fun, and you never know exactly where it's gonna go when you have someone from the audience. Um, but there's like it's almost like a little instant casting session because there's like different tricks that different people work better for. Like I'm, I'm always picking like a kid for this one, an adult guy for this one, and a lady for this one, and you know. But how
2: does that work? Do you pick real time?
3: Yeah. I really, do. I pick real what term. if you
2: get some like it happens, crazy, but
3: that's part of it, you know? Sometimes you get someone who's a dud, so mm-hmm. to speak, and, and they're
2: like not engaging, right? And... You
3: know, but I have really good luck and I have pretty good like s- instincts, you energy, feel like, it like you can when, I walk someone's... right out there into the crowd and I'll walk amongst them and I'll just feel it. And yeah. sometimes that person can come up and then they get. Petrified, and then that can, yeah. you know, but uh, even like if I bring up kids, there's this one segment where I bring, up, I bring up two kids, and if they like freeze up, that can be really funny too, because it's just like, they're just like, yeah, and everyone's laughing at that, you know. There guys,
2: you. he calls people up on stage. You can touch him, you can smell his yep. musk. Oh my
3: God. That's one of the, uh, that's an upgraded ticket right there. The, <laughs> the touch, musk touch and musk sniffing segment. I so, would go
2: see you live. I mean, some of the stuff I was what do you watching. Mean would? I will. There you go. When Formula. will you be in LA for all the locals? March
3: 19th at dynasty typewriter. Yep. That is
2: so soon. Yeah. How many shows do you have lined up?
3: Uh, a lot. I, I just like this tour was like a hundred. This leg of the tour was like a hundred gigs. And um, when do you sleep? Well, it's a really. Oh, great... I know. Do
2: you drink diet coke, diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> to stay I, awake? Um,
3: I actually have diet coke in my show right now. I do. I'm telling you, my live tour right now has diet coke. Trick Wait, in I it. thought you
2: were joking. I'm not
3: joking. That's a. R- I swear. I swear. Okay. So and you're... it's my favorite new trick in the show. Hold
2: too. on. You have, after all this Diet Coke talk and hashtag spawn.
3: <laughs> I've been trying to tell you.
2: You actually have a Diet Coke. I have
3: a Diet Coke bit in the show. Does he really? No. Yeah.
2: Okay, manager has confirmed. I was thinking Kyle Thomas changing. Thomas has confirmed.
3: So, I don't know. Maybe Diet Coke should call.
2: Cause... Oh, my God. Diet Coke, call him.
3: <laughs> Just uh, call me. Hello, this is Diet Coke. Hello, Diet Coke. He actually, they they call. actually
2: call, even though this is recorded. <laughs> okay, so where can people get tickets to your show?
3: MichaelCarbonaro.com. Oh. Spelled just like it sounds. <laughs> oh
2: my God. Oh my God.
3: Yeah. And Ticketmaster has tons of the tour, but the tour is really, you could find it on michaelcarbonaro.com and all my web stuff, which I'm like at Carbonaro on Twitter and at Carbonaro on Instagram. You can go to my bio and click right into Love my it. site.
4: Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com.
2: All right, guys, we're going to take an exclusive but refreshing break with Diet Coke. And when I say break, I mean we are literally going to break into Michael Carbonaro's phone. Oh. How does that sound?
3: Oh, great! I've got some pictures to delete if you'll excuse oh,
2: me. Oh well, you're gonna be really mad at me. Last place you ordered from on Postmates?
3: I did it like last week. This I think morning. it was the Pressed Juicery. Oh, what'd you order? Uh, I ordered a three-day juice cleanse. I did three-day <laughs> greens juice cleanse last Why week.
2: Why are you doing that?
3: Because I was like, I was like off the gym thing. I you was, look great. Thank you. I thank you. But it's a, it's a, it's just been a struggle. Did you do life. it? Yeah. You're healthy. Well, yeah, it looks like I am. You are. Yeah, but that's because we didn't go into, like,
0: Yelp.
2: Okay, last missed call, a.k.a. who you sent a voicemail. Oh. Kyle Thomas. Shit. Mom. <laughs> no! No, but that one I did miss. That was a genuine miss. I bet it was. That was
3: a genuine miss. No. There's a bunch of numbers I don't know. that. There
2: I are, there's before. a lot of red over there.
3: I know. I'm getting a lot of, like, calls from my hometown, Long Island, and they don't leave messages. That's I, weird. It is.
2: Okay, last song you played on your phone.
3: Okay. Oh boy. Oh, god. got Dream Warriors by Dokken from Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Okay. But before that was Billie Eilish, so that's pretty hip. Oh, no, you right
1: know. Hip. My shirt now red my nose.
3: This you want to hear I'm just going to list this. This is my playlist. This was a jogging playlist. Hazard by Richard Marks. California Cation by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Midnight Train to Georgia.
4: Whoa. That train
3: Georgia. Oh my god. Bury a friend and then dream warriors That was my oh. run oh my So, god, so god. weird so It was great But it goes all over the place yeah, So you can yeah. so You don't get like All oh, right, enough Billy Eilish Running, you know yeah. Eilish
2: First person in your favorites
3: First person in my favorites Better be is, the hubby first, first of all The first person in my favorites Is Matt Schick Who is my, like uh, Co-creative partner Oh,
2: nice Okay But cool. uh,
3: And, and? <laughs> I'll say the, the per- first person in your favorites isn't kind of the easiest one to call. Sort of in the middle is the. E- Do you know that? You know, like you go to favorites, it's like sometimes. You have to oh yeah, it's up right in the middle. Your one. finger doesn't have so to. The middle here. one I've got: mom and Amelia Zarin Brown.
2: Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Last person you texted. What did you say?
3: Okay, I said, "It says f me," but it was a. It was about something else. Okay. Like I made a mistake It was like Oh, F me Was the last text
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, most recent Incoming DM
3: My friend Chad Sanborn Who works on the show Sent me A video Of a snake Attacking a little kitten Right now But what happens What happens I know I'm an
2: animal lover Me
3: too and a kitten lover, kitten crazy. And then all of a sudden the kitten's face opens up and it's this weird like giant mouth, and you realize that both the snake and the kitten are actually hand painted like art. It's two it's two human hands. At the end. <laughs> See? The at the end. Yep. <laughs> That's good. It's called happy ending.
2: You're uberating, which by the way is very shocking.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait, it's oh, right, it's there. right there. 4.83. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Thank you. That's really really good. I wonder what I got points off for.
2: Okay, last question. I'll stop torturing you. Most embarrassing app on your
3: phone? Uh, I have this relaxed yoga app. You make your own yoga music. I don't do yoga, but you can kind of build little soundscapes. Like you like, add bubbling water with the sound of a wind chime. And you, and mix you mix them up yourself because you that's the world we live in now. You're like, I'm going to control exactly how the relaxation comes to me.
2: Well, guys, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can only go up
2: always it was so fun having you on the show thank you thank you for stopping by when your show goes to broadway Mm -hmm. your ass is coming back
3: all right oh i'm dragging it back oh oh, to do the show i thought you were gonna like i'm getting you out of there if you get to broadway i'm taking you down
2: you're coming back (laughs) first show ever train to georgia (laughs) yeah but you definitely have to come back i know you have so many great things in the works and you're such an inspiration to so many people i think you're gonna do big big things and i'm also a psychic so let me confirm yep
3: me too. Wait, wait. Three of Diamonds. Were you just thinking of the Three of Diamonds? Yes. Oh oh, radio guys. Magic.
2: Guys. So don't forget to check out all of Michael's stuff. It's all on his website. You can buy the tickets there. You can watch his show on iTunes.
3: True TV. True TV, Amazon. obviously.
2: Amazon. Do it. Watch it a 100 times. Great. Yeah. Great content, guys. All right. Toodaloo. That's all I got. Meow. <laughs> meow. <All right. laughs> Did you meow or ram?
3: Uh, a little of <laughs>
2: Behind the Influence is a production of iHeartRadio and TDC Media.
1: This is Malcolm
4: Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride.
3: With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit,